Hey guys, welcome to the MI Podcast. I am your host, Marina Trujillo. We have everything between silly slip-ups and serious chats that help you all have a balanced life, growth mindset, and inner happiness. So if those are all pillars you're looking to have in your life, you've come to the right place. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. We are here on schedule. It is the first week of November weekend, I should say. So happy November. I hope everybody's November is off to a better start than mine. (laughs) I don't want to get too much into it, but I just have a ton of things going on at work. And just in my personal life, I am going to be out of town next weekend. I will be in Puerto Rico for a friend's bachelorette party, which I'm so excited about. Because if any of you know anything about me, it is that I am Bad Bunny's number one fan. Probably not. He has a lot of them. But I am very high up there if I do say so myself. So Puerto Rico has been on my travel bucket list for God knows how long. So I am super excited. I leave on Friday and I'm just going for the weekend. But based on our itinerary, that'll be more than enough. So I'm super excited about that. It could not have come at a better time. I'm seriously counting down to Thursday after work where I can just solely focus on that trip. But either than that, I don't really have a major life update other than just a reminder for my future self or you guys to take everything with a grain of salt. I feel like I tell myself and so many other people this a lot. I'll say, like, don't worry about the future because, like, you're wasting your time worrying about something that hasn't even happened. But I guess I can say that because not a lot of things to worry about are happening in my life, thankfully. But... I've been going through a couple of things, just like I said, in my job this week, and I've been overthinking them to the max before they even, like, happen, so I need to take that own advice myself. (laughs) But anyway, even though my life isn't all perfect, here I am about to do an Advice with M episode, and I honestly have not gotten that many submissions this past month, so I did just get the three that I feel like I had a little bit more to say. Usually I just pick three and these three were like very like one of the few that I've gotten. So please remember to send in those requests just so there'll be like more variety and you know just maybe we can get up to five questions or so. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started. So number one says, recently I've been thinking about leaving the relationship I'm currently in. We've been together for almost two years we make each other happy align on most things we want out of life and rarely fight the problem is some part of me feels he's fulfilled the purpose in my life that he was meant to is that odd things that are oh sorry things are going so good so i don't understand why i might be feeling this way but i am whatever the reason is i don't want him to be with someone who's having second thoughts about their relationship at the same time, what is this is a phase that'll pass. Oh, okay. I think she meant 
what is this? Is it a phase that'll pass? And I pass up a really good guy. Should I think about this more and how more or should I give in and accept the reality that even if I'm his person, he's just not mine? Hope you feel better, G. First of all, thank you so much. I feel a lot better than I did a week ago when I recorded this. I'm still getting a little bit over my cough, but overall I feel much, much better. Anyway, hi. Um, that was a lot to take in, especially because for me, as I was reading it, I feel like, and again, like, I'm not you. I don't know the situations. Like, I can only speak on kind of what I think I understand. So just take everything I say with a grain of salt. But for me, it seems like you already know you're more out than in. And it's just something that you need to come to terms with before you drag his feelings into what you're thinking, if that makes sense. So, like, for instance, the part where it says the final, should I just accept what's going on? I think if you think there's something to accept, 9 out of 10, there is definitely something to accept. So, I think a lot of times... Our gut knows things before we do. And like I've preached so many times, at least my gut is right nine out of 10 times. And I don't really see why other people's guts wouldn't like, you know, kind of get there before we do. So many times, like our decisions are just clouded by like memories and what we think we need to hold on to, especially that like stability and you know, it sounds like there are a lot of good things in the relationship, so I can see why it is hard to walk away from. But ultimately, I think you already know what you have to do. It's just a matter of how you want to go about it. I think it's important to understand that you can't have your cake and eat it too. So you can't have this person if they are as attached to the relationship and in love with you as it seems. You can't cut off relationship ties and then expect for this person to be okay with just being your friend, if that makes sense. I think you have to be prepared with losing them as a whole. I think it would be great if you realize that there are no like romantic future plans there, but you'd like to keep this person around. Maybe that can be a part of the conversation, but I think for you know, yours and his mental health. I think some time apart, like no contact would help you guys see just kind of how you want to navigate the new phase that your relationship would be in. And I mean like relationship as in like friendship, if that is something you want to keep. And if it isn't, just accept, like you said, that the purpose has been filled. Usually when like things are this quote good they leave us with like a lot of lessons like to learn and in the future hopefully you're able to be more in tune with that like gut feeling early on so I would take you know this relationship as a learning experience and accept myself before I can transmit my message to anybody else that you know it is over and like you said you know the chapter is just kind of closing because he fulfilled his purpose and Think of him 
while you're speaking to him like he's a person and not your boyfriend or your soon-to-be ex-boyfriend because I think when we think of them as like a partner, we want to be like cautious with what we say, but oftentimes we kind of leave the door open to like maybe in the future or I just need time when in reality, if things are this good and you're not feeling it, once you guys take a break, not that you want that at all, but even if it was just a break, it would just cause a little more of, I guess, drift between you. So talk to him like a person. That's what I would do. I would gather my thoughts, write them down if that helps you. If you're a writer, usually like for me, when I write something down, it helps me like communicate it better when it is a difficult conversation I'm going to have. So write that down. And then I don't know how like, you know, anxious of a person you are, but practice it if you have to. And then make sure, like I said, above all, you're speaking to them like a person, not like even a friend or a lover, but more of this is a person that deserves respect in this conversation and true transparency so that whatever happens months down the road, we can both be okay with that situation. Number two says, I'm struggling with boundary setting in my relationship. With the dating culture that we have nowadays, I definitely let my boyfriend think I was okay with many things that I actually was not okay with. The problem is I wasn't sure we would make it as far as we have. We've been seeing each other for a little over five months now, and I want to communicate that with him without seeming too pushy. Okay, I'm assuming you want to communicate like the boundaries. Okay. How can I have a talk with him while not upsetting him too much? Any and all tips appreciated. All right. So first of all, I think a big problem that we have with like boundaries and setting them um, become a big problem when we take other people's consideration into setting those boundaries. Like this is a boundary that you're having whatever it is. Like, for example, I don't know, texting girls or liking girls pictures on Instagram. I don't know, whatever it might be. That's a boundary you have because of a feeling you have. Maybe it's a trigger, whatever it is. Whatever it is, it is coming from you, not from him, if that makes any sense. So like, it's obviously like a boundary that you've had, whatever it is, before you even met him, um, not because of him, if that makes sense. So that being said, The first tip I would say is whenever you are going to sit down and have any type of conversation with them, I would acknowledge and preface in a kind way that where you're coming from is from your feelings and you're only kind of like looking out for yourself and asking for these things. But above all, know like you are not selfish for asking for what you know you deserve or you know what your boundaries are. I really, really relate to the whole dating culture comment that you typed out because I feel like I'm very much in that stage where I am dating, but I'm very turned off to the smallest things that 23, 24-year-old me wouldn't have been. And I think that's just because I swept so many things under the rug like in the past, and I saw how out of hand they can get when I don't address it. And not to get too much into my experience, but my ex-boyfriend and I 
had a lot of issues towards the end of our relationship because of a boundary that I allowed him to cross, knowing for a fact I was never okay with. But I assumed he would have common sense not to take it too far, if that makes sense. And I don't want to say I put blame on me, but I should have definitely been more outspoken in what I wanted from the future and how his actions were going to affect that. But I should have also known that if you give somebody like a little bit of candy, they're going to ask for more, like to poorly put it. So, for example, I mean, this is like so extreme, but I don't know why it's just the only thing I can think of. If you allow him to like, I don't know, celebrities pictures, like girl celebrities, women celebrities, I don't think it would be fair if you, you know, kind of get on him for liking your friend's pictures. I don't know, whatever that is. And I know maybe that's like a poor comparison, but to me, it's like picking and choosing and it's just confusing. So I would definitely like first start off by like doing some inner work and reflecting on is this actually a boundary or is it just like a tick because if it's something that's really a tick and so minor that is not really triggering for you and is not going to build you guys as a couple I would reserve that and work on it on my own because no matter who you talk to about it whether it's him your next partner it'll be like kind of an insecurity that you have to overcome. But once you realize that it is a boundary and that you do need to address it, I would then have a sit and lay my cards on the table and make it all about me and how it's affecting me. Because if you're considering their feelings, it leaves room for, well, it doesn't bother me, so I don't know why it bothers you. And as, quote, selfish as it sounds, I understand that. Because it's like a conversation that you're having to, you know, like communicate on both ends where I think what you need to do is have a chat about your personal boundaries and kind of like establish the purpose of communicating this with that person instead of like, I'm feeling this way. How does that make you feel? If that makes sense, like be selfish. A lot of us have a mentality of like, if I do this, how is that going to affect them or whatever? Like, and I get that. And I struggle with that myself. But I think I have a nasty habit of like imploding when I kind of can't like take it anymore when people aren't respecting a boundary. But I realize, you know, kind of like not when I'm in the moment that they don't respect it because they didn't know that it was there, if that makes sense. So just be mindful of your delivery and make sure that you communicate without verbally saying this is all about me, but make sure that they understand what their actions are causing inside of you. And to address the whole, I didn't think this in the beginning, or I didn't want to tell him in the beginning, but now I do. I would like blatantly tell this person, like, I didn't know how far we would make it because to me it seems like five months is not a long time in my opinion to be with somebody but maybe like you know right now it's that length but you definitely see it going long term so I would say that I would say even though like we have not been together like 
X amount of time, I do think we could get there. But in order for me to fully allow myself to get to that point, I would like to be able to share this boundary that I want you to respect. That is what I would do at least. The last one says, Hi, Em. Feeling a little lost lately. (laughs) I think I don't really know what I want out of my life for the rest of the year. (laughs) Usually I'm a very headstrong person that knows what every day of the rest of the month looks like. But I'm just so confused right now. I'm wondering if a change is what I need or want. I'm soon turning 25, so it might be a mid-midlife crisis. (laughs) I don't know. Did you feel like this when you turned 25? How did you get over it? Any tips? Okay, so I actually purposely chose this one for last because I feel like, I don't know when your birthday is, but mine is like next month and I turned 28 and I've really been feeling this to my core. So maybe we can like chat it out together. But honestly, when I turned 25, I was like 24 going on to 25 and I was at the time dating somebody who I thought was a person I was eventually going to marry. And even though we were like kind of going through it in a way, because it was never really a healthy relationship looking back. But even though that was the case at that very moment, I was in a happy place or so I thought. And so because of that, I don't think I had this. And I have also just always had the mentality of, flirty flirty and thriving so like I've never dreaded getting older until I guess now that I'm getting older (laughs) which I'm sure if you're older than this or my age like currently you're probably laughing because you saw that coming but when I was 24 going on to 25 I did not feel like this at all I was excited about getting older I was excited about the plan that I thought I had for my life so no I did not feel like that at that age But right now, I don't want to say I feel completely lost, but I feel like society is putting a certain level of pressure on, I guess, like, for me to decide what I want out of my life. Like, maybe not to actually have a plan for it, but at least kind of have a blueprint or, like, an outline. I don't know. But just the littlest things, like... I still personally don't know if I want children. I don't know if I want to be legally married ever again. I don't know if I want to be a teacher for my whole life. You know, just all these questions that are going through my head. So I just, I totally feel this. Like, just to preface, I totally feel this. So... The tips that I can give you is, I guess the obvious, and I'm sorry if it's not the best advice, but take things day by day with a stride because I look back to, I guess, your age, 24, and I wish I could be that naive again and not worry about things the way I'm worrying about them right now. But I know when I'm 30, 31, I'm going to think back to 27-year-old M going on to 28 and wish I was the level of naive that I am now. So I think 
enjoy the butterflies, like that TikTok video says, that's like super viral or was. Um, it's really the littlest things that like go by in the blink of an eye. And I think it is okay to make mistakes. I think we feel a little lost because we feel the pressure that we allow society, maybe even our families to put on us. But I think if we embrace that, the best lessons come from those mistakes. The biggest growth is going to come from those changes. If we embrace it instead of fearing it, I think it can do more good than harm. So I would really say to just th take things in stride because if we overfocus on what can be or what will be, we might not really enjoy like the now of everything. And that can really be a big problem in the future when you look back and wish you could be that person one more time. So it's not a major tip, but just take things day by day. I will say, and I have always lived by this, like for as long as I can remember, ever since I was like very young, actually, never or at least try not to make a decision that is going to affect you in five years. Like, okay, for me, for instance, I date, you know, around and I enjoy doing things that, you know, maybe are not very ladylike to some people, but make me happy. However, I have always been cognizant of not bringing a child into this world. So I always prioritize being safe in every aspect that I can because I don't want a like last minute decision to affect five year from now me, if that makes sense. So even though, you know, we hear and we even preach the whole take things day by day, be cognizant of the long-term causes of what you do. So say yes to the glass of wine a day. It's totally fine. But don't make it a routine to pound a bottle every day because you might turn into an alcoholic. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that kind of thing. Enjoy the little things while being cognizant that time passes up very quickly, but not quickly enough for you to undo or redo certain actions that you did in the past. So those have been the questions for the month of November. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I want to share that I have started working on my birthday episode that I'm going to be releasing on December 31st, which actually will also be the podcast's one-year anniversary, which, thank God, because, I don't know, I've just grown so much. So many things have happened this year, and being a New Year's Eve baby kind of makes me, like, start to reflect on the whole year around November um, because I like to enjoy Christmas time. So I do my reflecting the month before. <laughs> and I've just really, really 
grown so much to see her. It's insane. So I cannot wait to share that episode where I talk about all of those lessons that I've learned in my whole life, but this year, just so much more. So thank you guys all so much for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Please, please, please go out and vote tomorrow. It is, uh, I think, the primaries. Um, But whatever it is, your voice matters. Your voice counts. Don't be ignorant and uneducated like me. Make sure you find out what's going on. But I know voting is tomorrow. So go exert your voice. Um, I know you can look up wherever it is that you're supposed to go vote. So even if you don't have an ID, get your passport, like figure it out, but go vote because then I find people that are the ones that never vote seem to have the biggest opinions on today's world. So don't be one of those. (laughs) I will see you guys back here next week.